What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Vetter, Adam Ronis here. Oh, baby. Adam, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? I was pretty good, man. Fun weekend. Watching hoops, hanging with friends, playing softball. It was a really good weekend. Very nice. Very nice. I was slaving away at the computer the entire time. It was like fun. I mean, you know what? I mean, listen, I, <laughs> you, know, you know, like when you, when, I don't know if you're, if you're like, a, like, you know, you've done carpentry or, you know, like if you've like painted a, you know, like the interior of a, of a home or something like that. Like when you finish it and it's like job well done, you just like, you just sit there and you stare at it. You just admire the work. You're like, yeah, I did that. So yeah, wide awake. I haven't slept in 48 hours now. And uh, I am uh, I'm sitting here staring at the computer screen and I'm loving the Fantasy Alarm NFL Draft Guide, which uh, which which just went live today. Well, it was for a great cause, obviously, and it's to help people. So, yeah, you do need to make some sacrifices sometimes to get things done. So at least it was for a good product that everyone listening will be able to take advantage of. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And just so that everybody has the uh, the info, because, uh, you know, obviously opening week here uh, of sales, you know, I figured Adam and I should probably uh, be able to have a, a promo code. So if you go to fantasyalarm.com slash draft now, and that'll take you to the uh, the purchase page for the draft guide. And if you use the promo code draft now, 20% off. Boom. Right off the start. Right, right off the bat here. So it'll be, I think it comes out to like $15.68, which, you know, I kind of feel is a little on the, uh, on the, on the cheap side here, especially given the amount of man hours that have gone into to do this draft guide and the man hours that are going to continue to go in um, as we, you know, roll out the content steadily now through the, uh, the start of the regular season. But you know what? For this initial sales push, you might as well do it, right? For sure. And it'll be worth it, right? I mean, most people are going to play in multiple leagues for money. So it's not even what well, I mean, people pay league fees 10, 20 times that. Exactly. Exactly. This is an investment. This is an investment in your leagues. Um, and then we do it. We we do cover like, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. Like you do all the 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 write-ups for high stakes leagues. Uh, Superflex, Dynasty, Best Ball. Uh, the piece that I'm excited about, no offense to you, Adam. I, you know, I, I love your work. I've been reading your work for years. Andrew Cooper does such a great job um, breaking down football. And obviously, you know, the tight end coverage that he's uh, been doing is great. But he's actually he's writing an article which is going to drop this Friday um, called Winning the Scott Fishbowl. Um, I believe there's new scoring in the Scott Fishbowl with kickers now. And there's, uh, you know, obviously it's it's that, you know, that competing for the overall. Um, and, you know, so many people are in the Scott Fishbowl. This this article is going to be absolutely fantastic. I already see, I've seen the first draft already. Holy crap, man. I'm telling you, I'm pretty excited. Are you in the Scott Fishbowl? Yes. What division are you? Did you get your division? I did not. I know because someone messaged me on Facebook, like, hey, I'm in the Scott Fishbowl. I got my, I'm like, I went to check today. I don't have anything yet. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. You're not, look at that. You're not in there. I'm sorry. Man, I'm, I'm in. My division already filled up. Holy crap. I got to tell you, my division's fucking tough. 
My Mine was tough last year. Shit, it was really tough last year. Um, here I'm gonna I'm gonna run to it right now. I was just looking for Jim, who's in the Rolling Stones division. Uh, so I'm in the fish division, clearly. Um, and you always forget like who the heads are and who aren't. So here's my uh, here's my competition for this one, which I, I kind of dig. Uh, Will Brinson from uh, CBS Sports. You know I know Will um, from a, a mess of stuff. Uh, Mike Wallert from Four for Four Football. Sigmund Bloom from Football Guys. Um, from uh, Gridiron Experts, Jesse Jones. Steve Gardner from USA Today. Pat Thorman from Establish the Run. Josh Lefkowitz from Fantasy Pros. Um, and then we got a couple of, like, four fans in this uh, in this league. It's like, holy shit, dude. Now I got, you got to, like, really... I gotta crush this shit. Yeah, it's such a unique format with the different scoring. So it does make it a little different and challenging. And you really have to read the scoring system and the rules to kind of figure out a plan of attack. Yeah, you know, you know who does a great job? Matt Sells does a great job creating spreadsheets, right? Like he's like the master of Excel. And uh, and so he'll take like, you know the fantasy alarm projection system, then he'll make a couple of tweaks of his own. Uh, and then he'll build a spreadsheet based on like scoring, like you know, anticipated scoring um, for it. It's just, you know, like just a great guideline, great tool uh, to have. I keep telling him he should, he should start, he should be in the business of selling spreadsheets now. Like I'll make a spreadsheet for your home league for like $10. Dude would make a fortune. Fortune. Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna pimp them out at Fantasy Alarm like that. <laughs> 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 Matt, you're just gonna sit in a corner for like three days and you're just gonna do nothing but create draft spreadsheets for people. I think he'd actually kind of like it. I, I think, think he, he would. would. He loves it. He loves his spreadsheet. So good for him. Um, all right, so let's talk some sports here because <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, I gotta go to the NBA, dude. I gotta go. Is um is is Brooklyn losing this series? Uh, probably, but I don't want to rule them out yet. Milwaukee's favored by four on Tuesday night. Kyrie Irving and James Harden already ruled out. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna make it tough, obviously, because now you're down to just Kevin Durant and. Uh, I thought Brooklyn was gonna win on Sunday. Once Kyrie went down, I was like, up oh, there goes that. Um. You know, they only lost by 11 in that game. And Kyrie got hurt, I think, in the second quarter. Yeah, he played 17 minutes. He had 11 points. So, you know, mid-game adjustments are kind of tough. I mean, Durant was getting guarded pretty closely by P.J. Tucker. You know, that's the one thing with Durant. You got to get physical with him, and not enough teams do it. So a lot goes on his shoulders now. They're going to need Joe Harris to step up and score. They're going to need... Uh, Landry Shamit. So they can. I don't think they will. And the question is now, can Harden return for a game six? Uh, Milwaukee finally shot well from three-point range. Not well, but they had 16 threes. They still shot 34%. The first three games, they just could not hit threes. So what if they struggle to hit threes in Brooklyn again? Um, Giannis, to me, is still taking too many jumpers from the outside. He did have 34. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's tough. 
you take two of the key players away from Brooklyn, it's tough to see them winning this series. It's crazy, right? It's absolutely insane. I mean, what we've seen, I mean, listen, we saw the, the Lakers lose AD and LeBron for a majority of the season, right? And they just, they barely scraped into the, to the playoffs there and just, and you lose AD and then everything just completely falls apart. So yeah, I can imagine taking two, uh, two linchpins out of there and hard. So, so uh, injury wise here. So there's a game on, uh, on Tuesday night, like you just said, Milwaukee's favored by, uh, by four. You got the game Tuesday, and then the next game would be Thursday uh, for game six. Um, you said Harden might be back. What about Kyrie? How long is this, uh, is this injury holding them out? They haven't. Well, we don't know when either guy's coming back at this point. And the other thing with Harden is, you know, he hasn't been able to do any basketball activity. And he had this injury, came back the last week of the regular season, played one or two games, got through the first round, and then got hurt again. So, you wonder, like, okay, is he even going to be able to to be a hundred percent? So there's a chance he doesn't play the rest of the series. And same with Kyrie. I know he left in in a boot and crutches. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look good. It's crazy because like so many people are like, oh, Brooklyn's going to win. Brooklyn's going to win. And now things have changed, and that's been the story of the postseason. A lot of injuries. I mean, look at the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns were the two seed underdogs in the first round, and the Lakers were up two games to one. Anthony Davis gets hurt. They win. And then in the second round, they get a Denver team that was very thin due to injuries. Again, I don't know how they Portland lost to them. And then they swept Denver. And they're rolling right now. Like So if you got Phoenix before the playoffs, probably got them, I don't even remember what they were, plus 1,600, plus 2,000. I don't know. Because, again, everyone had the Lakers as the favorite, and Vegas did, or second favorite behind Brooklyn. So you had a team that was a two seed that wasn't favored to get out of the first round. So how many teams are really going to bet on them? Not many. So if you right. got them at a good number, I mean, you're feeling really good because they're just dominating right now. Now, I do think you have to take into account they beat a Lakers team without Anthony Davis, and they beat a Denver team that just ran out of gas and just didn't have enough. i saying that they are legit. They are very good. They went 8-0 in the bubble last year. They dominated this regular season. Because they're one, they're one of the few teams that's pretty much been healthy the entire season. They really have not had injuries. I'm um, trying to think. I mean, Jay Crowder, he's not a he's not a, a nucleus piece. He's a good veteran. But Chris Paul, I think, missed two games just because of rest. DeAndre Eaton played most of the year. Booker played most of the year. They just didn't have injuries. So going back to last year, they're 59 and 21 in their last. Uh, no, they were in a regular season, 51, 21. So in the playoffs, they're what eight and two. And then that bubble last year, I mean, yeah, they're like uh, 77 and 23 over their last 100 games. So they've been doing this for a while. And Chris Paul was just amazing in that series. And in the closeout game yesterday, 37 points, seven assists, three rebounds. So, and they get to rest, which means they're not going to get anyone hurt while Utah and the Clippers battle it out in a series that could go seven. So it's just crazy how the how things change in the playoffs. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But I mean, you know, we're... Utah should beat the Clippers, right? Like that's um, kind, they, kind of what we're expecting. Uh, I think it's. I mean, my pick was Utah in seven. Um, they still don't. Mike Conley. We're, you know, we're recording this before the game on Monday. Mike Conley's out again. That's a big loss. They're gonna oh, need okay. him back. 
They're going to need him back. He has yet to play in this series. I mean, I knew the Clippers would win game three. Um, but, yeah, this is a, a series that probably goes seven, I think. I think it's going to be a long series. I still like the Jazz, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers won. So it's Phoenix against Atlanta in the championship, right? Nah, Atlanta's Atlanta's going to be done. They're down uh, 13 at halftime against Philly. Dude, I was kidding. It's Philadelphia and and Milwaukee will square off. Who's the team to to beat there? Probably Philly with the way they've been playing. You know, with Embiid, Simmons. Uh, They had Danny Green get injured, but again, more of a depth injury, not a key component on the team. Uh, but pro- probably Philly. Okay. All right. Um, can the Suns beat Utah? Can the Suns beat the Clippers? Yes. Okay. I just feel like I have to be rooting for Phoenix now. Um, I, you, but I, I'll say this. I don't know how you feel about it. And, you know, I mean, listen, you've been covering sports for, uh, you know, what, 20 years now? Um, you know, the whole, like, Big layoff while there's a tight series going on the other way. You just swept the Nuggets. Like, you lose that momentum just sitting idle. I mean, yeah, they're going to practice and everything, but they're not playing games right now. Um, and I, I, I feel like it. it's just – I feel like it's tough to stay sharp when you're just, you know, when you're just practicing and you don't have, you know, a big game to have to get up for. So, I don't know. What do you – is is the, which way do you lean on that? It could affect them in game one, but that's about it. Um, I mean, the Jazz had a long layoff going against the Clippers in game one. The Clippers had played two days earlier in game seven, and the Jazz won game one. So it kind of – you could find instances where that's the case and uh, opposite. I think right now players will take the rest because of all the injuries and – I mean, the Suns kind of are a younger team outside of Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul, they had asked him that. He's like, yeah, I definitely could use the rest. So I don't think – maybe game one, but I don't think it'll be a factor the entire series. Okay. All right. I got to tell you, man, this is the first time I've ever, like, kind of gotten into the NBA playoffs, you know? Well, it's, it's wide open. I mean, people's criticism – And I like of, We know who's going to win. And I kind of disagree with that because – the year Toronto beat Golden State, no one thought Toronto was going to win. And you can say, well, Durant and Thompson got hurt, but still. Um, and last year, I guess in the bubble, people did expect the Lakers to win. But, yeah, we knew this year. I even wrote it. I said this year, when I wrote my playoff for you, I'm like, it's more wide open than ever. Because as much as we thought, all right, if the Lakers are healthy, they still had question marks. And we didn't know if they could stay healthy. So it was more wide open than ever. Even though Brooklyn was favored, we still were like, okay, well, Brooklyn's big three didn't play together that much this year. Is that going to be a factor? And, you know, who knew that they were going to get these injuries? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely more wide open than ever. I mean, you're going to have a team win a championship that has not won in a long time or who has never won. I think the of the teams remaining, the last championship was the Sixers in 83. That's been the – yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't you yeah, 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 yeah. So you're gonna get like, you know, a team that hasn't won or never won uh win a championship in the NBA. So it's and again, it's it's why I don't think you're gonna see unless Kyrie and Harden miraculously come back quick, you're not gonna see, I don't think, 
like an overwhelming favorite, uh, regardless of the NBA Finals, what we get. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd like to see. I was in Utah, Milwaukee, Phoenix. Those are the three teams I'm looking at. Uh, see, I, I, either way, I think the NBA is not – It's not. I don't know if it's going to work for the casual fan. You know, they obviously the NBA wanted the Lakers for ratings and LeBron, but, I mean, Milwaukee, Utah? Ugh. I mean, I love it. I think it would be great, but is that going to draw in a casual fan? No, probably not. Yeah. But, you know, listen, you, you, you they never probably know. Want Philly. They'll take, they want Philly. Within yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely want Philly in there. That's a major, major, major team to uh, to have. They probably big... want Philly Clippers. Although I know the Clippers are LA, but are they really, they don't really have that. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, man. And, you know, and uh, yeah, LA is like, a, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fair weather city anyway, you know? Like you'll get the celebs in there watching the Clippers games, but yeah, you, Utah, Milwaukee. That oh would, my goodness, I, I would love like that. a like a ratings nightmare for the NBA. Yeah, I think yeah, but I think they're kind of whatever happens at this point, it's not going to be great for them. They probably, ideally, you would probably want Brooklyn, I guess Brooklyn, LA, or Brooklyn, Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix, you got Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Yeah. If it's, um, if it's uh, Utah against Milwaukee, the NBA needs to have like a, like a, like a, like a promotional truck, like a big giant, like a, like a tour bus that goes from, from coast to coast, uh, awarding prizes for like correctly pronouncing Giannis's name. Uh, Naming one other player not named Donovan Mitchell on Utah. Like, you know, and like hit people with. But like if you kind of make a joke about the fact that like these, these are two uh, markets that are, you know, they're they're smaller markets and they're they're unknown teams. And, you know, when was the last time you saw this kind of a, a matchup? Like you embrace that shit like that and you create buzz with it. I, that would be, you know, I, I think that would. Something like that would be fun, and I think it would get the casual fan a little bit, uh, you know, interested to see what happens. Yeah, I think you got to figure something out, uh, or you just play off the, you know, you got Giannis who you can market. He's a big superstar, and Donovan Mitchell has just been ridiculous in the postseason so far. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely showing himself to be a superstar player. He played well in the playoffs last year, and. These first three games, 45, 37, and 30 points. And, you know, I was kind of looking at his three-point prop tonight, but he got a little banged up last game. And they said he's okay, but, you know, I just don't like taking players off. Because uh, I think his three-point prop was four and a half points when I checked earlier this day at plus odds. And the first two games, he's hit six, six, and five threes and averaging 12, three, 12 threes per game and taking so many shots. I'm like, plus money over three and a half. Yeah, I would take that. So, but I didn't because just in case, like, what if he is not a hundred percent and, you know, the same thing happened with Luca when Luca was banged up, he had the neck issue. And I was like, damn, look at his three point problem. I'm like, nah, I'm not taking it. And what happened? He could issue from three point range to that game. Well, I'm glad you didn't write it up. Yeah. I just, I just want to see the, the series go deep, man, because it's looking like we're not, I mean, Philly's up at halftime, and if they go up 3-1, game five back in Philly, I I think Atlanta's probably done because Atlanta really has not played well since game one. Philly made the adjustments, and they're clearly the better team. 
And I, I should have stuck with it. I had said, I'm like, man, people are getting all jumping all over Atlanta. They beat the Knicks who weren't that good. And, yeah. and we knew the Knicks overachieved this year. And then I saw game one. I'm like, oh, Atlanta can hang with them. And since then, it's been all Philly. Well, there you go. That's what the NBA wants then. Everybody wearing Trust the Process shirts. The fan base there. Oh, yeah, yeah, though. Isn't, wait, isn't Philly where they, uh, somebody, was it the, the popcorn dump or was it the spit? Oh, no, the spit was New York. Yeah, Philly was the popcorn dump almost. Philly was right. the popcorn dump. What's wrong with us? I don't know, man. What's and then wrong you with saw, people? did you see the Denver Phoenix fans brawling the other day? I did not. Oh, YouTube link it. Where is that? Show me, show me, show me. Uh, while Adam digs that link up, let's uh, let's just give a quick shout out here uh, to our, our wonderful sponsors. Let's pay a couple of bills right now. All right, Adam, where's my link, dude? Where's my link? Um, oh, what, what do I? What am I googling? Yeah. Which game was it? It was. I think game three. Hold on, I'll. Uh, Who are the teams? Suns and Nuggets. Suns Nuggets. Yeah, I'm putting Whoa. it in the, in the chat now. There you go. There's the Twitter link on the chat. Oh, oh, all right. Well, there it goes. Where did, where did it go? I think I just lost it. Oh, here it comes. Okay, really? Guy, the guy was talking to someone while punching this guy in the face. He's saying sons in four. And he was punching the guy. A guy with a Nuggets jersey on. Yeah, what's wrong with people? What is it's, wrong with people? Bad, oh, man. that's that Suns fan. Oh my god, he's he's messing, he's fucking this dude up. He's like holding his hair, fucking. Oh my god, Jesus, dude, what the hell? Oh, that dude got fucked up. You gotta hate the the, the cameraman, right? Like, I mean, who's, yeah. There, there's always one idiot with the phone, right? There has to be always one idiot with the phone. Ay, ay, ay. Everything gets recorded now, man. Right? What's what's the work? It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I never understood that. I never understood the old fighting at the game thing. Like, as yeah, as big a fan as you might be. Like, you know, I had I had a bunch of drunk idiots like trying to start shit with me at uh at Fenway one time, right? Because I'm you know, I'm like there with uh with with you know my my wife and and her sister and and her sister's husband and uh, and you know yeah we got you know Yankee gear on as we're you know watching the game these fucking idiots they just they kept wanting to fight us I was just like we're not saying anything we're not doing just stop turning around and looking at us yes are we gonna clap when it's a good play yeah we are fucking deal with it and I was nuts and the dude who was next to me was um. The dude was ginormous, right? Like, you know, just jacked. I, I think the best person to equate him to is, you know, who Goldberg is from wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. So it was this dude, right, who's there in like, you know, a skin tight Red Sox T-shirt. Uh, and he's got his uh, his two kids with him. And, you know, they're probably like, you know, four or five years old. And they're always, you know, geared up for this. And finally, you know, like every time the dude was turned around and my brother-in-law, who's like, he starts to get a little mouthy, you know, when he, he thinks he's a tough guy and he's not. Um, 
you know, and I'm like, dude, just shut up. Stop talking to him. Stop talking to him. Stop talking to him. And these guys kept turning around. And then finally I was getting annoyed. I was like, dude, stop turning around. We're not going to fight here. Just go away. Just if you want to watch the game, watch the game. But I'm not going to sit here and get into a fight. And the dude starts to like lean towards me. Right. And uh, and the dude next to me, the Goldberg guy, stands up and he's fucking ginormous. <laughs> he stands up and he says to this like row of like drunk 20 somethings, he's like, I'm here with my kids rooting on my favorite baseball team. This guy might be rooting against my team, but he's not doing anything. If you guys turn around one more time, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> These fucking dudes never turn around the rest of the game. Like, didn't even talk to each other. Like, they were just in silence for the rest of the time. It was unbelievable. I just, you know, drunk idiots, dude. I know. Drunk it's it's going to make people not want to go to games anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, I hate crowds. I hate crowds because of shit like this happening. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you can, get, you can be minding your own business and get caught up in some shit that you had nothing to do with. Yeah, because people are fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just people are stupid. Sorry, people. Right. It just, it just makes no sense. It makes zero sense. How, what kind of sense? Zero. None. Um, all right. Well, you've got a uh, you got a, a show to do with uh, with Dr. Roto on Sirius XM. So uh, let's uh, let's say goodnight to the crew here. But let's do it with a uh, let's do it with a lean, Adam. Bucks minus four, uh, the over under 216 and a half. Obviously, Holy you're shit, it went see. down that far. Wow. Yeah, well, you're and you're but you're waiting to see if if Harden's going to be back. He's not playing tomorrow. They already officially ruled him out. for. Two oh, days. he's officially ruled out. OK, yeah. so there you go. Minus four, 216 and a half. What's your lead? Uh, probably have to go with the Bucks. Probably have to go with the Bucks. Lay in the four over under the two sixteen and a half. Hmm. Hmm. They've actually, I they've been going under consistently. I feel like that's a trap, though. I feel like it's a trap because they want you to take the under. I mean, the last game was two oh three. The game before that was one sixty nine, which clearly was an outlier. And the other game before that was 211, and the other game was 212. So they've gone under this number every game. And that was with um, Kyrie and Durant through the first three. So you have to take the under, but it feels like a trap. It does feel like a trap. Right? It's like, oh, wait, they've gone under in every all four games, and now there's no Kyrie and Harden? Yeah, they're not going to go over. out. <laughs> yeah, and then you know what's going to happen? Joe Harris scores 22. Bruce Brown scores 18. Durant drops 42. Giannis has 34. Middleton has 20. So, yeah, I am uh, – again, Logic says if you do everything, Logic's going to tell you to take the under. I feel it's a trap. All right, there you go. Adam says it's a trap. Beware, beware. Um, all right, and that's going to do it for us here on uh, on Anti Up. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in. We'll uh, we'll talk a little baseball tomorrow night. Lots of action going on in MLB. 
And once again, fantasyalarm.com slash draft now. Promo code draft now takes 20% off of the NFL Living Draft Guide at Fantasy Alarm. Go get it. It's a doozy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right. Well, be good, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, For Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.